Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Conscious Reconstruction Podcast. I'm motherfucking me. And y'all didn't think I was going to turn up? <laughs> oh. Ben turned. I mean, I'm here are, but Ash. are you inner or are you out? I'm outer. I'm the outer You're me. back. Because I... From outer space. Have the fifth dimension me, the inner me, in here. And how do you feel about that, Charles, what you just heard? What? The random the fifth, the fifth dimension. Yeah. Yeah. We used to figure out the fourth verse before we start worrying about the fifth. I mean, X, Y, and Z are pretty well defined. But, like... Also, Isn't the fourth dimension the control of that? Control of space completely? No. Not necessarily. Most Einstein, I do believe, define the fourth dimension in is time because oh time base, it is it's uh, either base time or space is one or the other but the theory of relative because it's because of the, it's things having to do with the theory of relativity because you it, and that has to do where you can send an atomic clock <clears throat> out to space and it'll circle back around and it'll be desync for with the time that you actually like the time on the atomic watch will not watch match what the time is on earth and it'll be forward. So that means that says that theoretically says that you actually can send people forward in the time. And we don't completely and totally understand the theory of relativity yet. So it means me worry about a fifth dimension and life after death. We haven't ever figured out life yet. So I'm old. this nigga do not want to talk about shit that he cannot see. <laughs> Just don't. It is nothing that you want to deal with if it is not here. Right now, you are not going to even entertain. I'm not, no, I'm not going to engage with it because I'm not. Mm-hmm. I can't engage with something I cannot see, hear, quantify, test. No. So if I can't do any of the, if I cannot engage with the scientific method with it, why would I spend my time on it? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just like because some things are worth. Once you reach a certain level in life, which you've achieved in um, terms of a hierarchy of needs and things like that, you've definitely moved clear through all of the survival needs and are near the top, if not at the top of, of that, which is philosophical thought and then some philosophies like to put on then spreading that thought as the very the next level is like getting to that thought pattern and then the level after that is go looking and bringing other people up to that level with you oh i would rather just bust back down to plato's republic plato's republic you've to throw stuff like that worrying about we haven't figured we haven't figured out the philosophical and ethical and other issues that we still have to grapple with right now. No, but no, but that's what I'm saying. We should be debating those. Those are the things that we should be working on. But yeah, I'm not about. gonna worry about the fifth dimension. I'm gonna worry about the here and now and the issues that we actually have to debate right now. It's just like so you're more worried about we how have, we can feed everybody on the planet. Like we still haven't considering we waste so much food a year. It was just like we still haven't figured out the utilitarian effect. Like how to implement the ethical program or the ethical principles that we pretty much have all sat down and said, like, all right, this is how we should really be doing this. So that means we should we should probably just worry about implementing those. 
like and bringing people up through that. And yeah, like trying to feed people and trying to because trying to pull the people up who already have excess just leaves the people who don't have already further behind. So we haven't lifted everybody up. So until we get everybody to a base level, no, I'm not really going to worry about the fifth dimension. We still have one. We still haven't figured out the fourth. And theoretical physics is not my cup of tea. Yeah, and that's where I differ because going into that stuff helps me figure out my human problem and how to rectify, like, what you'll always come across is how to feed a nation. You'll always come across that as long as motherfuckers got bellies and be full, it'll always be a problem. It's never not going to be a problem. So for me as a spiritualist is, well, how do I get myself from the emotional attachment of that? It's not that I don't care. Stuff like this helps me transcend the emotion of being overly involved with it. And it's just at this point, it's just something that you got to be born with. When we was watching, we were watching, what's that dude's name? The one that had the uh, Wall Street look like us now. What's his name? Um, He was talking about how when Wall Street Trapper. Yeah. He was talking about how when he was doing his gangster thing and then finally went to jail and one of his cellmates got him hip to game like you're gonna be in here doing all this all those other things why don't you try a new different way and i've been pondering this for a while well what makes somebody say i'm at this level and i need to go to the next level versus someone says i'm at this level and i'm just still okay you just born with it there are different know. types of personalities. There are those who are complacent with where they are and those who... Yeah, somebody to just accept this shit just as it is. But I was never that person to accept whatever the fuck this is just as it is. And it's never going to turn off. The more questions I have, the more it leads me to these things, like describing the fifth dimension. Even if I can't see it or anything like that, talking about it excites me. I don't know what it is. Like I said, I'm just born with the innate curiosity of being like, it's a conversation that you enjoy having. There is nothing indicatively wrong with something like that. If that's the things that you like to talk about, talk about those things. For sure. But it's not for everybody and it's not really a thick, like, I am just a here and now type of person and you like to. It's not even I'm not a here and now type of person. That stuff helps me deal with the here and now. If I have to explain it to anybody that doesn't understand, that thinks I'm just on some woo-woo shit, this stuff helps me fight this good fight and have a strategy going out into the world. I don't necessarily need things. One plus one got to always be equal to. Sometimes I don't even want to deal with the fucking equation. But if... If there is anything and I say something woo woo, it's like, how can you believe in that? Because it's the only thing that really gave me a sense, a sort of power. Like, I'm not really overly complaining about anxiety and depression and things like that. If anything, I'd like to have a solution. But I know I can't talk in woo woo terms when it comes to solution because that's just not fair to anybody, no matter if you're a spiritualist or not. I would never try to pretend like whatever it is that I've read is better than some of somebody else's advice sitting in a therapy office. I'm not going to do it. That's never me. And I don't want to diminish your problem, but I can only speak on the things that really helped me. And these things help me feel like, damn, somebody really understand what the fuck going on. Or at least they, a group of people decided to ask a very complex 
sometimes scary question to some people and people was willing to talk about it. That's what excites me about it. If it's real or not real, nah, I'll let somebody else decide that. But the fact that I get to ask a question about the fifth dimension and something that really actually speak and resonate with me is what's important. Okay. I think that probably more interesting to me yeah, I think that you got to do both like I'm worried about what's happening now like my main concern is like animal preservation because mm-hmm. they're the ones that are realistically like maintaining like whatever balance that we have left on the planet right these niggas is maintaining it. It's not us. Because we right. just are fucking shit up. Yeah, we're going to consume. <clears throat> yeah, so it's like. Because that's in your nature to do. You can't be mad at it. I wish I could teach people how to consume less. Sure, do yeah. I want that to happen? But it's not going to because niggas are just getting greedier and greedier by the day. I mean, I feel like the human race's prob- primary problem is that consumption is more so waste. Mm-hmm. Is what we take in and. Like we didn't always used to have this problem when we were more uh, agricultural society is when we set up these large factory s type things and then we continuously set it up. So it's just like we are no longer going to base our primary function around agriculture and then have and then have a demonstrably less of a lot of our people being like entertainers and so on and so forth. But just understanding that things is cyclical, like. Say if something is not growing at a certain pace, like it's time for that little like if you keep over tending or over farming a piece of farmland and you keep trying to combat that, you don't understand the cycle of rest. We don't get that. At least at one point we did and maybe we lost our way. But these current humans now don't understand the cycle of rest. We have a real problem with just being like, all right, we have to chill this out. We have to find a better way because clearly we are overusing something. We're overusing and don't know when to stop. I think nature teaches you that because it ain't got no fucking choice. <laughs> you can't control it. You can't control if seasons. If it ain't there for you to eat, uh, what you right, gonna do? What are you gonna do? So you keep trying to combat what is, and you know they gonna humans gonna put they for good for forever because they don't want to die. They don't understand death for real at a deeper level. They don't want to because they're so afraid of it, which I understand, but. As far as what he was saying about preserving nature, absolutely start there. I believe in that one. Yeah, like I think there's things that we can do now that align with my philosophical like ideology and thoughts on like the fifth dimension, but also like are rooted in like practicality of like, hey, we, we need probably to do should do this. Like, like I keep trying to figure out how we can get rid of all the trash. I was like, we should build a spaceship. You just blow it into the like. We're not about the Futurama, I, this bitch. I consistently <laughs> try and think of ways to Which just make the planet better. Well, yeah. there's a lot of solutions for a lot of things. Like one, as a species, particularly in America and a lot of places, we need to stop sprawling. Like, I understand that everyone wants to have their own space and so on and so forth. But tall apartment buildings are a more efficient use of space than uh 
super spread out homes. So we we should probably go more of the Japanese style of things built up, not built out, which leaves more places for trees, farms, other things. Also, we need to go back to them. We need to start growing our own food and stuff like that. Because, like, do you realize that bread is probably going to go up because the UK can't, Ukraine can't export their grains? Mm-hmm. And just random stuff like that because we don't produce our own grains at nauseum. We produce coin and soybeans, which is things that honestly nobody really needs. <laughs> it's like we produce a bunch of stuff that feeds livestock. And it's just like, what are we doing? And see, that's why it comes down to you could get all that done, right? Yep. But the people, the reason why they're doing that is because they're scared. That's the only reason you'd be right. You're afraid of your survival. Well, I mean, yes, but I also want this world to continue to function. Like because you me. don't want, you would like to live longer, right? You want to postpone death. <laughs> well, that, not necessarily po- po- postpone death. It's more so I would like the future even generations if you to have a fear of death. Do you have a fear of suffering? Let's put it that way. Nobody particularly wants to suffer. But you're not really 100% comfortable with that. No, no, I'm not okay with suffering. That's what the thoughts to help ease your mind about suffering and death is what he was talking about there. Your thought forms. What was I mean, so that's, hard to like, be I like, mean, that's oh, quintessentially worried about the afterlife. It's just like, uh, I mean, there's no, a- it's not. It's right, right here. Now you didn't say the fifth dimension was somewhere off in space and time. You said it was right here, right now. You got complete control over it. All you had to do was say the word rock star and you interacting with the fifth dimension. So for uh, me, I would deduce, well, I mean, How that's pretty much just saying so the fifth afraid. dimension is thought. That what? Yeah. So when I hear things like that, I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, well, if I it's mean, my thoughts that I can control, you can't control your thoughts, that, right? I mean, that would invoke, but that would also invoke the fact that I can manipulate other people's thoughts because that means all our things are on no. the same plane. Uh, I wouldn't say that. Just worry about your own. Just worry about your own thoughts. Nah, bro. If there's this plane of everyone's thoughts, I'm gonna I'm gonna tap no, into that bitch and I'm gonna start. And I'm gonna do vigilante thought justice. So if you had the power, even if you had the power, you'd be like, "Hey, why don't you just stop being scared about this and then follow my plan?" That'd be a cool little solution, I think. <laughs> That'd be a nice solution to control somebody's thoughts and be like, "Why don't you just put the bale of hay over here?" <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna be doing lots of better things than that. And if I can okay. just start going right, into we'll other go people, I, the first place I'm going is Washington D.C. And people are gonna start voting in that, voting in their constituents' best interest. But you see how it's like, just like what you doing? Mitch McConnell just gave away all his money. See, and started running around like a scampering around like a lizard. But that's what that does for me to be like, all right, well, how can we relate this right here, right now for me to solve these problems and to quell my fears? That should do it for me. Quell them fears. Don't be afraid. Hold your breath. We going to the grave. Yeah, no, but so I would just say... How are we going to get rid of all the trash and make more space for the animals? Sky uh, chimney, nigga. Well, I'm really with the sky chimney. You're going to make a club in there? I'm with the sky chimney, too, well, because the, it's ambitious. The first <laughs> solution is, one, stop making things that aren't necessarily biodegradable to begin with. The first 
the first step to getting rid of most of the trash is stop to stop making more. We need to definitely make that a law. It's <laughs> just so. like we need to stop making more. Pick a country. Uh we can't bring more trash to, to China. I mean, no, you pick a country. Uh Kazakhstan. All right. You pick a country. Antarctica. That's not a country, that's a continent. Whatever. Whatever country uh Canada. Right. Oh I'm picking I'm picking Portugal. Okay. Now we gotta go to these places, gain wild influence, and change the laws that they make only biodegradable um, products. And then we'll leave there. And go to someplace else. And go to uh, three other countries. And we're going to do this. We just got to accumulate enough money to the point where we can buy buy the It's just like, oh, that's a wild thing. What are you about to do? We're about to make so much money, we're going to force people to do what's inside their own best interests. Yeah. Bet. Because <laughs> it's like, no, nah, this shit is stupid. We just keep destroying the earth and... Doing all kinds of wild shit. I mean, the problem is the, the the solutions are relatively simple. It's just a matter of people don't want to do them because they cost people money. You know what I want to get rid of? What? Paint. Paint? Mm-hmm. You want to, what do you want to do? Just stain everything? I don't want paint to... We should just stop making it. Even the water-soluble <laughs> stuff? Yes. <laughs> so, a VOC is... Um, something that paint releases that causes cancer. They say these things are zero VOC, which means they're such a low level. But you know how America is. Zero don't really mean zero. Nope, zero means zero point nine 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 nine. Exactly. <laughs> it's just so like, it's like there's something in there, and like you open a paint can, you know that smell. You know you ain't trying to be in there. Like, no, that ain't good for you. <laughs> it should smell like cancer. People wouldn't have it if it wasn't. Yeah. If that it shit didn't have chemicals in it. healthy. We need to, no, cut the shit out. That shit smell like, like need, death then, in your lungs. And then all of y'all have only dealt with the, like, commercial grade level of, not commercial, but um, uh, DIY, customer grade, like, consumer grade. There it is. Consumer, yeah, consumer. grade. Yep. I have now experienced the commercial side of this shit and it gets crazy. You open a shit, <clears throat> you open a can and your head just start to hurt. <laughs> the, the, the fume just hit you. So I just, Ooh. I'm just trying to say, all right, how many of these I got to do? But I believe it's on you, open you what I got to do, you do your thing, close you up. Time nah, to open nah, you. Nah, you very, nah. very, I'm like, no, nah, I couldn't do this for a this life. Just be breathing like, this, this shit in. This is killing This me. is going to kill you. It's just this like, shit is not healthy. Well, did they describe it as you should not open, you should not be directly over these when you open them? They're not, it's just not healthy for you. Like, what are we doing? I know why. Everybody, but, but I need paint. No, you don't. You well, don't. need no, is a very judicial. artistic expression. Y'all niggas want color. Right? <laughs> you don't need it, you though. Do not you need niggas that want shit. color. I mean, technically, all you really need is your wood to be sealed from the outside elements. And we, the way we chose to do this is through paint. And that is unacceptable. <laughs> so, so And you could probably figure out a method of doing this that doesn't involve these chemicals. Mm-hmm. But it costs you money, so you don't want to. La da da. 
But yeah. So Tony out here huffing paint. And Don't die. say it like that. <laughs> That's not what's because happening. I got high. Because <laughs> I got high. I don't like it. It's just it's love that. I'm sorry, homie. It's in the ghetto. I don't deserve it. No one deserves it. But yeah, no, shit like that. It's just like we choose to do wildly just like and there's just such obvious things we could not be doing. Like we don't need to paint anything. Everybody's like, but no, it needs to be red. So so you know. No, it doesn't. You could teach people to be more observant. <laughs> how about how about that? No? That's that's not enough. What about colorblind people who can't see the color red? They're doing all right. They seem to be doing just fine because you know what they learned? They had to be more observant. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> it's just we are such fucking greedy, lazy son of a bitches, and people wonder why. Like we were playing a game the other day, and we were asking questions, and they are like, "Name if you could uh, have one animal as a slave, name it." And before anybody could finish, I was like, "People." <laughs> <laughs> And before, because he was about to say, and don't say people. But before he could say that, I said people. <laughs> they said, oh, really? I said, yes. <laughs> said, animals want nothing ill towards you. They're just out here just living life, doing themselves. Right. People, on the other hand, are fucking terrible. They'll betray you, which betrayal only comes from people that you love, trusted, and cared about, and said they did the same for you. That's a wild thing. Your dog who love, trust, and care about you is never going to betray you. If your dog bites you, you know why it bit you? Because you were hitting it. <laughs> and then just one day grew up and wake you up and be like, hey, nigga. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's not what happened. I don't know what would happen if I one day came in here. What happened? Kai just randomly decided to stab me in the butt yeah. with a knife. Yeah, and it'll like, smile what? and be like, animals would never do this to yeah, like, you. I like, have betrayed you. People are so fucking Why? wild. And they're like, and they wonder, like, you like animals more than people? Yes. Because if we think about this critically, let's just think about all the people in the world. Because you're thinking about the people that you care about and you love. Now let's think about the whole globe and think about how many fucked up cases that we hear about. Now let's think about all the places that don't have a lot of coverage in media. Think about how many more cases we don't hear about. Of just terrible things happening to people. All right. Now how many things do we hear about animals doing that are really terrible? I'll wait. All right. I and really need now, there to be a dog serial killer somewhere. I feel like this. <laughs> I feel like this. Is, I've Jeffrey, my case. My Jeremy dog, Ruffner. Yeah. I, dogs don't go <laughs> just, around just murdering people for no fucking reason. And then lying about it and being like, oh, no, it's a dead raccoon under my house. This is so fucking funny to think Bitch, about. Bitch, what? It's a dead raccoon. You think I'm stupid? <laughs> you know, if there's a dog inside of this I'll house that would be a serial killer, it would be Kato, not Kite. Kite's too dope, doopy. It's like fucking crazy. <laughs> and heart and now that, that I nigga think about is it, going deaf. Some, you know who was stabbed Tony in the butt? Kato was stabbed Tony in the butt. He just didn't hear me calling him, and he wanders out, and he's a black dog. So when he wanders out in the yard at night, can't see this here. 
So now I have to go and find you with my fucking flashlight. So I got my flashlight on you and I'm calling your name, but I'm behind you. So you can't hear me. So then I got to touch you. And then when I touch you, you bounce around all startled, <laughs> ready for what's up. I'm like, oh my God. What's good? What's good? Just come in the house, please, sir. I don't want to be scaring you. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get your attention. But he's going deaf and blind. No, oh, he's getting up in years. Yeah. Uh, he is on the older side. Yeah, this nigga can't see. Or he's like, and you can see like his eyes graying over. Yeah. And like, they're like, yeah, he's just getting, it's just old age. And oh, so, no. But yeah, this nigga just be out in the yard wandering, doing his own little thing. <laughs> Sniffing around like, bro, please come world. here. Come, <laughs> sir, come here. Oh, you can't hear me. Uh, fuck, I have to go get you. God damn it. Like he'll just start wandering over to like the neighbor's yard and he knows what he's doing. Because he always comes, like when he's ready to come back, he'll be sitting on, no, he doesn't knock. He's he just, just sitting sit on the front porch. At the door. He won't go anywhere else. He's like, all right, well, I'm done wandering. I'm going to sit here until someone opens the door. Ash has come to the house. With this nigga just sitting outside. With him just sitting there. It's like, I have walked. Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah. And then it's dark and he can't hear. You can't see him and it's hard to find this nigga. Mm -hmm. And you'll be on one side. He'll be on a completely other end of the fucking thing. You have no idea because this nigga just in the shadows. (laughs) (laughs) I am the shadows. (laughs) I hate letting this nigga out at night. I only let him out in the front yard at night because I don't have time to play where the fuck is Kato? <laughs> we out here playing. Ra- we out here playing reindeer, reindeer games. Yeah, no, I. But, the, but I, that I love I that old man. Him, but I'm not doing that with him. I can see Kato <laughs> pulling a knife on Tony and stabbing him in the butt because it's just like, what happened? You didn't run your food. See, either run me that food or y'all run you this knife in the butt. Yeah, Kato would definitely stab me over <laughs> some food because I don't share. Because <laughs> I see you got that burger. We got a burger. My dog Kai understands that. All right. I mean, he will come and look and oh, there's food. Well, I'm going to go and lay down and you do whatever you're going to do with that. I'm not that interested and in so the I'll that. eat. And then once I'm done, if there's a little like piece Virtual. of burger left, like, here you go. Because you were a good boy. You chilled out. Have a little bit. <laughs> here, have the rest of the steak and the fat parts that I'm not going to eat. It's a great relationship because you're not begging because... I'd be damned if you demand me to feed you. <laughs> when I feed you every day anyway for fucking free. Get your ass out of my face. Kato don't get that concept. Oh, no. Kato believes he is entitled to what is up So there. my grandmother, so since Kato's small, mm-hmm. he would sit in her lap and she would be eating and just feed him out of her. Like, she would eat some and he'd be like, you go, Kato. And so yeah. she just fed him until he became split. And he's like, oh, you're in the kitchen. Anytime I go into the kitchen, he gets his ass up and comes and stands at the top of the stairs to sniff to see if I'm cooking anything. Mm-hmm. It's communist Kato. And he'll, we he'll, are in the he'll kitchen. wait. And then he waits. He waits for that. If he don't smell anything, he'll leave. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be in there, he'll smell some stuff, he'll come and be like, are we sharing? No, we're not. You eat all the time. You eat all day, bro. Every time you she eat, eat all you day. Eat. No, I don't. No, I don't. I get yelled at because I might not eat at all a day. My doggy bread said every single time I see you in the kitchen, you be eating. Yeah, that's so incorrect. <laughs> but, you yeah, know, you put stuff is... in the microwave and then you walk away and it's always in a paper towel. You bullshitting. Yeah, and, bruh. and this is the reason he why does, you got stabbed. So, no, he does recognize that. So when I'm in over there, he's like, all right, you're doing things with the microwave. When other people do things, food comes out. Bet. Why do you never have something to feed me when you're doing this? Because I'm not feeding you. I'm not feeding me. How about that? 
This is the reason uh, why no you get getting fed in this situation. And he gonna be just stabbing me because I don't have food for you. Give it to me. I don't have Give food for me. myself. And then you gonna drop you gonna drop the paper towel. It's just like, what is this? Yeah, he's gonna be very disappointed and mad. Take the knife out. I hope you bleed out on the floor. Uh-huh. You go call him. He's also very weird. Like you'll give him his bowl, and he'll just push it across the floor into a corner. <laughs> I don't know why, but he's done it ever since he was a puppy. <laughs> Continuous to now, even now when it sits on top of the um, little stool, so he doesn't have to bend down his load to eat it, he still tries and pushes it into a corner. Bruh, Prison rules. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> what are you doing with it? And then he eats looms the over. Back. Yeah, looms over the whole thing. <laughs> no one has ever tried to take your food, but he's also not food aggressive. You can reach your hand in there; he'll be completely fine with it. I don't know what his problem is. I don't know why he's. Where are you checking the? Where are you taking your food, bro? I need to hurry up and eat this. That means I can run up but on he's kites. Also, an asshole that will spit out the kibble that he doesn't like. Like, say there's like three different types of kibble, and the dog food you get him. He might like two of the three. That one that he don't like, he's spitting yeah. on the floor. Yeah, my dog's he's spitting. And so that now shit. it's all around my fucking floor. So, nigga, if you don't just <laughs> Ain't that crazy how they eat? They could just swallow a whole steak whole and just But they can somehow change the little bits. Yeah. Listen, no, no, is I don't that want a turkey, is that turkey. Yeah, gravy? Is that turkey? I will never. Yeah, it's like if you do not eat all of it, <laughs> yeah. oh my God. What you going to do about you it? You swallow things whole without chewing. Right. Just, they just do that thing and then look at you again. Like I'm happy that Kite's not bad like that. Like He'll swallow things whole, but he's not a picky eater, really. Like, uh, like when I had to give him his medicine for like his rash and shit. I don't want a rash either. Took the pills amazingly. Kato, on the other hand, if he even sniffs the hint of a pill, won't eat anything. <laughs> says, oh, you're trying to poison me. <laughs> Fuck all of this. I want nothing to do with none of it. Please, Kato, eat your food. No. You're trying to drug you me, have filthy human. In there. So all right, I'm going to shove this pill in your mouth and hold your mouth closed. I hate you. I tried to do this the nice way, Kato. But this you, is the reason why I talk kite into peeing on your stuff. It's terrible. You get kite beat up. so I'm not the person getting beat up. I don't care. Nah, he get beat up too now. <laughs> <laughs> he be doing bad shit. Kato bad. Kato is bad for no reason. Kato too well trained to be as bad you as you beating is. up a deaf. You beating up a blind deaf dog. Not for real because you can't. He's tiny. He's like the size of your shoe. You can't beat that nigga for real. Oh, really. you up there looking chubby right just, now because like, he got all that hair. I can't even really yell at the thing because I can't hear. <laughs> so I just grab him. And be like, I hey, I can't. And I just talk to him sternly, knowing that he can't hear me. But I want you to know, you stop moving. Because he'll just wander away from you. Be still and get this lecture you can't hear. This all right, Ray Charles. My voice Chill will be heard. Yeah, Come here and let me lecture you to your His voice will be heard. Hey, I uh, do not care about anything that's going on right now. You can't, I know you can't hear me, hear but me. I'm going to say it out loud. I'm I got to get this off. Yeah. Yo, out here looking around like he Ray Charles. Yeah, just like, why? Why are you holding ah, it? I'm saying I'm it. looking for stuff, sir. Now, if you get really close to his ears and like snap and do like like a, a loud noise, then he can hear it. But like if you're just calling him and you're not screaming. He's about to get a donkey like, hearing aid. No, mm. he won't wear them. <laughs> you already know grandma had got some doggy hearing aids. She doesn't like shit in his ears. He don't like you to touch his ears. 
Unless like the inner part of your ear. Like you can rub his ears, but don't put your finger in his ear. He don't like that. Mm. And if there's something in it, he's going to scratch it out. He's yeah, he's not because we're like because we thought about it. It was like maybe get you some hearing aids to help out. He's an ass. <laughs> so I act ass. But yeah, I guess that's enough about my dog and shit. We can go right. into like male depression. No, we're gonna switch it up because oh. fuck y'all. We're gonna go out to <laughs> myths about men. All right. All right. All right. Cool. We're gonna start with the first one. Men aren't insecure about their body image. Incorrect. No, y'all not. Y'all good. I am. No, y'all be good. <laughs> y'all. How you gonna say myths? Good, right? They How are you gonna myths. say bring up myths I'm and being then say we good? I'm being, That's literally the myth. I'm being antagonistic. Go ahead. You want to start? Your... You want to smoke? Go ahead. Name the what about men? Myths? Oh, uh, men. Men aren't insecure about their bodies. Image. Yeah. Image. Whatever. <laughs> Tony's like, oh. Don't let that's incorrect. I, I, <laughs> that's wildly incorrect. We just don't. I am not insecure now, but I think maybe I was. I feel like at that point I was somewhere between insecure and I think I might be cute still, but also. I'm playing Yu-Gi-Oh and I don't really care about bitches right now so it don't really matter. <laughs> but I did have a girl stop me on the street and give me her number but I dropped a ball because I didn't put my phone out fast enough so I didn't get all the numbers and I ain't think I ain't want to like look like a, a goof and have to ask for the number again. So I just tried to play it off and like yeah I'm gonna hit you up and Never could, did. could I could, Yeah because I couldn't and I couldn't remember what she had Never said did. so it was just a loss so such was life. But I was like, all right, I got to be kind of good looking if I got her number. But off of y'all just chilling in the car and me wandering, me walking down the street and you saying, hey, let me give you my number. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that came from, but I'm with it. Um, but I also don't have it anymore because um, I'm a goof <laughs> and I'm not very uh, adept with women's right now. I told y'all I was taking it. I was walking a woman to class and she told me no. But it's It's crazy. Did you internalize that? Like not at all. No, speed? because I guess um, in California I was skinny, mm-hmm. and first half of the year, like I said, I was walking to girl to school. She told me no. Second half of my ninth grade year, me and this girl in English and math class identified over the fact that I wore G unit shoes and was all blue down and had the blue laces, and she had the pink and white G units. And so me and her became a nice little 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 thing, but then I left. So people couple based <laughs> off of the weirdest things inside of high school. Yeah, we are wearing the same school. We wear the same shoes, Dust. and now we we connected. We talking. You find me funny. I think you cute. You think I'm cute. And like I said, I, then I wasn't fat. And then I came to fucking Cleveland and got fat. Mm-hmm. Yo, and then Bradley's banana shakes. Oh my did god! That to you. Yes, it did. It <laughs> just like. Me. I'm when like, excuse me, every day rallies large. Now, I got Home Depot was uh, well, a big 18, turn. 18. So, yeah, around 18. Okay. So, like, probably <clears> from <throat> 10th to 12th grade, I was a little heavier. But in mm-hmm. 11th and 12th grade, I got more. No offense to my shaker friends, but my shaker friends are very nerdy. We We lived a very sedentary life. My uh, not no no not even that, cause my other niggas was chilling. Y'all were just more nerdy into like video games, 
anime, playing oh, Yu-Gi-Oh, that type of thing. Yep. The niggas I clicked up with in uh, Brush were not that at all. I told you, I made a little, like, click that was jumping niggas and everything like that in the school in my time there. I joined the track team. I had one of my homies had the car. He was fixing on cars and let me use it to take a girl to back and forth to uh, school in the mornings and shit. So I was in a completely different realm with different niggas that was doing different things, having different conversations. We was on that ass. So at that point, but then that got me the bad reputation of like, being stupid. Uh, not, no. Thinking that I was, all every girl thought I was dating and fucking somebody else because I was always walking a different chick to class, but I wasn't fucking nobody. I was just, Walking your friends to class? Yeah. It was just like, no, I was walking women I was attracted to and interested in to class, but I mean, I wasn't fucking out of them. I, was, I wasn't good at closing then. My ability to close the deal didn't come. Like, I have, like, looking back at life, I had some crazy just, like, layups. I had a girl just consistently tell me, like, for weeks on end, yeah, my parents just don't be here because I was talking to her about how I get to car like, working on driving and shit like that. And she'd be like, yeah. My parents aren't here and things like that. Just me and my sister. Cause Ali, here, Leia, bro. Uh, Leia, bro. And I'm just like, oh, be cool. oblivious at that point. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. I'm doing what I want to be Easy doing. Easy layup. Easy layup. Like, I'm happy I didn't because a couple years later, my homie ended up getting her pregnant. And I'm like, oh, you was fertile. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking funny. That's hilarious. Because I'm not putting words in your mouth for having a whole thing about birth control. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hell, even me looking back at high school, it's just like, damn, I was not paying attention. It's just like. No, why would you? It's but just, I, I'm sitting up part here of that doing stuff like. I didn't feel confident girl, in myself. What I was do you fat. want? Yeah. Why are you constantly harassed? You are you, always you, around you me. You can't be on me like that. I'm, I'm a fatty. I don't like the way that I look. Like, I knew I was, I'm not taking my shirt off. <laughs> now, mean, once I had started to lose the weight, I became supremely confident again. Like, I, because it's crazy. In California, what I took, like, we had electives for gym class. And, like, all my electives were, like, weight training, weight lifting, um, cardio, like, anything that involved, like, going to a gym-like setting and working out. Is what I did as a like thing. So I was pretty fit. It's literally three, four months of doing nothing but eating hella unhealthy food two to three times a day. Because I was just wild. It was extra large. Cause nope. They, for PE, I They give you a big yoga. gold size fucking milkshake. Mm hmm. Who needs a big gold size <laughs> milkshake? Thirty two ounces. Fucking of who needs thirty two ounces, ounces of, of ice milk cream yeah. and milk every time? Because rallies don't care. Every time, I did that every day, Ash. Like literally. No, and, I remember. And that's fifteen hundred calories. The way to there because I was so depressed. Every stop we made, any place I could go, I was. So milkshakes for y'all, if y'all don't know, is my comfort food. Mm-hmm. It's wild that a milkshake is my comfort food. I don't care what weather it is. I love getting a milkshake. It just makes me happy. I'm trying to cut back because I'm not doing dairy right now. I just had one recently, though, because I was having a crazy craving. And so I was like, I got to have one. But in general, I try to stay. But it's my comfort food. So the, I was depressed. I was having a milkshake the entire drive over from California to Ohio. Every stop we made, I'm getting a milk. I'm finding where we can get milk. I want a milkshake. I want a milkshake. That's mm-hmm. what I want to drink. I'm not drinking me- anything else but a milkshake and the most fattiest food. And I'm going to play 
Mega Man Battle Network. That's going to be. And so I sat in the house and played that. Didn't talk to no one because I don't know you niggas. Niggas tried to rob me for my rallies. That didn't go down right. For what? <laughs> it's rallies. Bruh. It's like that's like they say seven dollars oh worth of food. This is that was my that was my introduction to Cleveland. I walked to this rallies every day. I walked to this rallies one day. These niggas, what you got in your bag? Nigga, rallies. <laughs> now what are we doing? Because at this point, I'm I'm a much more hostile version than y'all have met. <laughs> what is was I've rallied and I just kept walking. Rallies. I'm not. I don't have time to stop for y'all. And if y'all want to do something, one of y'all's gonna make it a make it an issue. And then oh, somebody get the banana shake to the face. And ain't nobody making an issue. And I continued on my way, literally around, right back around the corner, went upstairs into this little four banger uh, unit apartment. And up here to drink this and, milkshake and yep, be unhappy. Yes, every single day, and was and then started to, and then didn't even notice that I got fat until I got into like. Ninth, uh, the tenth grade started, and then was just like moved in, was just like buying clothes, and everything just didn't fit. All the shit I had before just couldn't wear, too big or too small for me. Then I just didn't cut my hair because I, I didn't have a barber and didn't fuck with these niggas. <laughs> so I was, and then I wasn't combing out my uh, afro, so it's just all nappy. So no, I hated the way I looked. You look like normal. I like white girls, dude. Then I started probably like <laughs> the second half of. Well, you didn't have chat. I, I did a lot of work though. Like mm -hmm. I'm very proactive. Like I didn't like myself. Second half of. Uh, my 10th grade year, I started going to get haircuts and finger waves. And then bitches was like, is that your hair? <laughs> mm-hmm. What else is it going to be? Oh, it's so weird. Your hair. Yeah, I can touch it. Yeah, because I never, because niggas be, be brushing it. Wait, no, no, no. What I'm going to do is go to the barber shop and sit here for two hours, and he's going to wash my hair. He's going to cut it. He's going to put this do-rag on it. He's going to put this stuff in it. He's going to wave it, and it's going to be wavy and smooth and straight, and y'all are not going to know what I am. <laughs> I said, I'm exotic. Yeah. <laughs> I am exotic. Yeah, bitch. so no, I would do, so I was I very mean, big on doing things like that to make me feel good because and I still hated that I was fat, but like fuck it, I look good. Like I was very big on Tony, like, Tony, right, Tony. how can I like reinforce myself? myself? Not even that, just like make myself feel better because I don't feel good about the way that I look. And so I I've always been a proponent of like you don't like it, change it, work on it, do something. But y'all know that's my personality. It's just like, I've always been like, oh, I hate this. I got to scramble and do something different. Yeah. You All know, right. so that's definitely a myth. Niggas be hating their bodies. It's true. We just aren't. Well, we're just a lot more proactive about it because I, it's just like, when I see something I don't like, I do everything that I can I would do. say me and you are. I would, but I would say I know some niggas that hate their bodies that don't do anything about it to change it. They, oh, and I... I will actively say I am not working out as much as I want to work out currently, but like is like I didn't work out this week and I'm like, damn, I didn't work out this week. But, you know, the only thing I can do about not working out this past week is just get to back to working out this week. I can't worry about what I didn't do in the past, but I want to lose more weight and I got to put in more weight. Uh, I got to fix my diet. That's one thing I have to do. But. Uh -huh. right. Yes, we worry. Here's another one. Even though I know y'all not parents, how do y'all feel about the myth that men are the inferior parents? A particular type of way? Because I've seen so. I feel it. Like, what does that mean? Oh, because I've seen plenty of women fuck up kids and then be up. 
and not also allow fathers to actually be presidents out of their kids' life. Heck, we had it. We had an AITA about that. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I want to take my child to Greece and then Australia. Nah, he need me. What? <laughs> Mama, That's I want to go to Greece and Australia. That's I don't it. care if they have giant spiders that can snatch me up and then turn me into a cocoon. I want to go there. They have a wonderful symphony. But nah, they out here trying to mess stuff up for other people. No. Especially when they say, like, if they got their kids, say, like, you just by yourself and either you a single dad or the mom at home and you got your kids. And then somebody be like, hey, babysitting today, huh? (laughs) Dope niggas that came up. I got kids. Right. Dope niggas that said that shit in that fucking group was hostile over that one. That's the one that kind of came up the most, like. The fuck do you mean? <laughs> this is this is a joint thing, and I enjoy being. These here. are my little crotch goblins. Right. I'll bait them. I want them. Jesus, am I not allowed to actually like spending? Th- no, you just babysitting. If I was babysitting, I would be at the house, not right. here, out doing stuff, taking them to the junk, taking them to the playpen, doing stuff. Like from when my uh, nieces and ne- when my nieces come up here. Don't talk shit about me babysitting my child. I'm not babysitting. The fuck? You're not babysitting your child. I, you just I said what I, no, I said what I said. I'm babysitting this little nigga. What? If you drop this nigga off and he live with you, I'm babysitting. But that don't mean I ain't not a better parent to you. Mm. You know I'm a better parent? I'm emotionally supportive. I care about his needs, his well-being, her needs, her well-being. You out gallivant. That's what y'all be doing. Gallivant in the club. What? <laughs> so, what were you doing? Assuming that is equal, what were you doing when the kid wasn't with you? Gallivanting? Nope, calling you. First time watch out. Going to parent teacher meetings. Mm. Since you asked, some reason keeps saying, Oh, I got work and I can't make it. That's cool. Good thing I ain't got no uh, traditional schedule and I can be there mm-hmm. for our kid. Yeah, no. Bring your parents. That's definitely better parents. Except for my dad. That's about the dad I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm going to say the better parent is completely and totally context based and whoever does a better job actually parenting. Yeah. It's just like. <laughs> but I'm a man, so I definitely think that in my situation, I'm going to be an all-star parent. Like, I can't wait to be one. So, But inside of the. Either the you go match my energy and be an all star as well, or you could just go be a, scrub. a role player or a scrub. <laughs> you gonna be that dude? You gonna be the tenth man on the bench? We can be fucking LeBron and Kyrie. No, not even fuck that. We could be LeBron and D Wade. We could be Shaq and Kobe, or we can be LeBron and Russell Westbrook. Or we can be LeBron and Chris Bosh. You Chris Bosh, though. <laughs> I understand you making some sacrifices being here, but you're still not putting in the same amount of work. Yeah. Well, that was splendid. Yeah, that's what I feel like. Yeah, no, I'm out here. What are you talking about? That I'm that. Nah, no, if I have kids, 
I'm here. Yeah. It's just like, what, you, what else am I supposed to really be doing? The and moment I, I decide to have this, bring this child into my life, you, that becomes my primary concern. It's just like, well, I mean, don't you want to do stuff for yourself? Yeah, I can still do stuff for myself and I can still make that time. But if it's between myself and the child, it's the child. I guess I know where the myth come from because even the, if you had a The cool, American court system? Even if you had a cool situation where the dad was there, it don't always mean that dude was emotionally present or mature. You know what I mean? So I know where the myth comes from. Yeah, you did like half the battle. You know what I'm saying? Like you accomplished half the battle. But that's some real basic shit to just be there. And so I understand where the myth I'm comes old. from. I'm going to steward my son and daughter. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure they understand that I'm there for them no matter what. And you can tell me stuff. Sometimes I may need to walk away for a second and be like, all right, this is the situation, but I got to help them through this situation. You at work, sir. <laughs> you at work. <laughs> I'm good at this. No, 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 no. You at work. That's fine. You balls deep in your phone. That's fine. Tell whoever that is, you at work. I you said said you put it down. I in. said it down. They can wait. I said it down. You well, clocked, he was balls deep in this phone. <laughs> it better be a bitch, because that's the only thing I'm accepting no, at this point. That's not point. acceptable either. I, that's the only thing I can understand of. You at work. Charles, <laughs> have I not been an active participant in this conversation? Look at my bar line. It don't matter. Because if I'm so doing stupid. this, if I was like this the whole fucking time, no matter what I was doing, no, you'd be like, miss. No, no, no. You'd be like, miss, Excuse stop. me, time out. Mm-mm. Time out. When Ash is in her phone, is she focused? Uh, I don't be paying attention to either of y'all a lot of the times. I'm like, what? I am. I'm, How you having a, I hate this nigga. I'm going to 100% tell y'all this. I am the third fiddle here. This is y'all show, and I am an addendum. So that means whatever y'all be doing over there, I honestly, it's just be right. like this is a couch people problem. <laughs> this I is a couch. Said okay. That's a couch one. I said okay. No, I'm and over put here. It down. I said thank okay. You. And put it I'm just a dude with this terrible I said mouse. Okay, and put it down. Thank you. That person can wait. They could. All right. Definitely. What's wait. the third? thing that the people will be hating men can't take care of themselves you need oh, that's a, woman a lie that's a do. fact <laughs> you need women to do you have lived by yourself oh, for excessive yeah. periods of time you're just lazy yeah. <laughs> I'm singing the motherfucking Smallville intro come save me motherfucking I shit. can cook I can clean I can I can, I can. do all those things I can I can wash I my own clothes. Wanting to and not being capable of it are two to totally different me. things. Please. I, you know what? I am unable and cannot fend for myself. Come help me fend. <laughs> Let's fend together. I'm not, what the fuck are you talking about? No. What? <laughs> he said I'm fully contributing to the stereotype. Yeah, no, Never I cannot stop. take care of myself. Let me explain reasons why I can't take care of myself. While I am fully able of cooking, cleaning, and things like that. You know what Tony does? Tony gets so hyper-focused in a task that I'll wake up at 8, start working on the task, think of other things that are subtasks that I have to complete along this, start working on those as well. By the end of the day, all the tasks are done. You know what I didn't do? 
shit that you should do as a human to sustain life, like eat, drink a sufficient amount of water. I feel like I got the amount of rest. <laughs> just like, why I feel like I need to take. Yeah. Blood sugar is awfully low. Yeah, no, that, but that's me consistently because I don't even think. Uh, I don't that's wake your up ADHD hungry, brain more than anything else. And then I just start doing things and I start working. But that's like, not men. That's people with that's people with your particular condition. No, I'm just saying. I know nah, women I who do that crap too. Like I used to go to work, no, to school, get home from school, and then hop on the computer and just start doing like creative work. Wouldn't take my like school clothes off, shoes off, nothing. I'm in the house, full dress, just sitting on the computer working. Like it was somebody else having to like like actually stop me like, hey, take your shoes off. Why? You're at home. Because the fact that I didn't take my shoes off meant that I was still fully wound up for the day. I have not allowed myself to decompress. I'm in still full 1000% work mode. You need to unwind. That's what I need a woman for. Because that's what that woman did for me. Hey, I see that you come home every single day fully wound up. That's no, no, no. That's not how you should be in life. <laughs> come here. Let me take your shoes off. I'm going to take these off. Relax. We're going we gonna to canoodle for a little bit. So that stopgap, that's not something I can do for myself. Oh, I come home, chill for 30 minutes, and then there's something else. Everyone's different. But the problem is they're applying it as a unilateral. Yeah, because it's the truth. No, it's not. It's just you. No, Charles, you, it's true for you, too. No, it isn't. It is. No one tells me what to do. I that's come home, take my said. own pants off. That's not what they said. That's, that's not what I said. That's what? It's not what I said. I didn't say that you do the thing. The, the way I need a woman to take care of me isn't the way that you need to take care of you. That is correct. So unilaterally, what I'm saying is not for all men. But there are nuances to you that you neglect yourself in that a woman would come and bring light and then improve upon that area. Like what? So I would say... Probably I think a woman would put an extra level like a good woman that you didn't feel like you were building like in the past. Yeah. Like you felt like you had a partner. I think that she would put an extra level of motivation for you. Well, I mean, that's how anyone that if I if I have to work for someone else, I do tend to work harder. Correct. For me, that's not how it works. This woman, woman can be here or not be here. I'm working crazy hard. Regardless, I need someone to give me a little bit of a. But hey, chill out. You can stop working right now. Oh, really? But I also have an inherent know that because I my stop family working. dynamic tends to be inherently inverse, and honestly, a lot of the times. Like I tend to take her care a lot more care of the women around me than vice versa. See, I handle a lot more of the financial things around the women around me. I mean, and I can take care of that. That's do, not that big a deal, though. It's not a big deal, but then they do more of the like emoting with me, which I don't expect from men. So, like, I'm not coming to other guys and be like, "All right, emote with me. Let's kawaii. Tell me how you feel." I was having a conversation and talking about like men. Well, we were talking about women hugging and crying it out and shit like that. 
And then it got to like how men don't do that. It's like, nah, my homie's down or we had a, a bad moment. I'm gonna give him a side hug. I'm gonna pat him on the back. Like some shit like that. But like, I'm never going and hugging my homie pelvis to pelvis. <laughs> pelvis exactly. Yeah, look at you. you th- Charles, you want me to embrace you like that? We go like that this. Mean, this nigga got a yeah, you need that arm in this the middle. Nigga got a, no, he got a putty like what's go, or what's go, or what's going on. His. Exactly. Yeah, that, quick, what up, bro? Yeah, what's but up? You, it's never no like I'm you embracing full front to <laughs> hug. No, get off. That's of how me. you hug family members. Yeah, I'm gonna hug each other more. Family family members like that. No, hug each yep. other. Hug each other as masculine as you could probably do without feeling like, uh, wait. Uh, it's not. <laughs> what does even, that look like? See, that's the funny thing. It's not even like a uh, or we do we we. There is no. There is no level of engagement where we ever think about that's the way we gonna go about it. No, it's, I don't not, it's never an option. No, okay. I've never even considered walking we're not up. Even, we're not thinking about it. It's just like, oh, we don't want to do that. That's just not what we do. It's just like, it's binary. This is what we do. This is what we don't do. We just don't ever cross over to that other realm. It's just like, y'all need some help over there, apparently. No, every- I mean, even if it's just like, you just more often one of these. Like the, oh, no, no, those are I mean, the one of those are fine. One of these yeah, doing those more often. Good with those. That's fine. Yeah, you can do a little can, hand wrap and just be like, hey, come on, bro. You can you, you can, can you can, all right. You can lift your brother up. Come on, <laughs> from the side. <laughs> yeah, I'm pulling you up. Come on, got your arm over my. We, it's more what about like Will hunting? You remember in Good One Hunting, where this nigga start crying on a Robin Williams shoulder? That's not that's not acceptable. That's, that's fine. That's full on therapy. Yeah, that, but that's like an emotional that's fine. break. Like yeah, a nigga yeah. just really like crying if, in your shoulder, but not like stop explaining it like that. <laughs> He's just like, because no, that's not that's what, what he did. No, no, no. Yes, he did. No, 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 no. Crying in your, in your shoulder is what a woman does when she <laughs> is really emotional, and uh-huh. then she turns to you before she cries, buries herself in you, and then breaks down and starts crying into you. Sobbing. He did, the, it wasn't was have an emotional breakdown and got embraced. Come here. You need some support. But why is that bad? Because no, that's not no, what. That's what the, every the day. initiator no, the, was no, the hugger. The, the a, goodwill hunting guy was fine. Yeah, because he said, "Come here. You need this, right? Let me give you this." So would you give that? Is my question. Yes, that's okay. fine. But it's not Matt Damon's ass putting his head in my fucking chest and then Where starting you just to had sob. Had a bad day. No, nigga, don't put <laughs> your head. What are you talking about, bro? I'm bad. She said, "What are you having a bad listen, day?" Listen, that nigga just you know, man, he fucked up my hours. He just come in with the. If you don't get your <laughs> ass off of me, but he really felt like he needed I, you I in that moment. Like. I don't care what you feel he like. Really I don't care what you feel like. I don't like dude, that. I don't. If that's the thing that breaks, there's a lot of other stuff leading up right, to that. My he needs you in that moment. But we're not hugging about this hour situation. We gonna cut to the. We cut into the real stuff. Nigga, but he can't now because he's sobbing. Going, he's no, sobbing no, 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 with no, no, that no. snot. No, no, no. And no, no, I'm gonna poke you in your chest and just like, yo, what's your real problem? My wife's about to leave me. Yeah, like what if you get a hug? All right, what if it started out? Let it come hours, and then he just go on like, I feel like. No one cares about me, and then do you just still deny him the hug? Or no, you'd be like, Damn, I kind of get you, bro. No, what, still not? what are you talking about? <laughs> you were going to the natural. You no, know, you denied your Bye. hours. What are you talking No, I knew you were you. denied your hours. No one loves me. Totally different situations. Totally different situations. Actually, tell me what the fuck is happening. Yeah, just like, man, you just fucked up my hours. Nigga, all right? Okay, but wait, well, but no, just like, No one whoa, cares whoa. about me. Okay. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Look at me. Excuse me. Why? What's going on? He said articulate. Yeah, nigga. That nigga said articulate through them snot bubbles, motherfucker. What I know is men have a rational brain. Speak your fucking mind. And it come out logical. That's crazy. Also, like, I'm going to get to what you need to get. Feel like but you're happened. not about to just <laughs> you're not about to ruin my, my good work. You're not about to be like, what? See, that's what's wrong with you. What are you doing? That's it's not a wrong. No, 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 you can cry around me. You can't yeah. cry into me. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't understand why it's so hard. No, you can't cry okay. into me. That's exclusively for women. <laughs> you cannot cry into me. You can cry. Women can cry into my chest, my mm-hmm. shoulder, my neck, whatever. You you need a hug, and you just embrace, and you boo yeah. it, cry it out. <laughs> Sorry. Of it all. Tell me what's wrong. <laughs> I, my mom just died. Come here. All right. Come here, man. Man, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold you like you. Oh, okay. If he, that's a, that is some next level yeah. something right. actual terror. Yeah. That's some life shattering. Yeah, like no, nah, man. Like you need to embrace. You need to know that you got people that love you and care okay. about you because you just lost the person that showed you what the fuck love was. Right. So you like, lost no, a perennial need, anchor inside of your life. Yeah, you need some like. Some realness, but, but I the need rest to know what the wow. fuck is happening. <laughs> you don't just get wow. All right, my hours got cut. Cry until find a new job. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what I think for situations like that? Just like I would allow my lady to cry to me because her hours got cut and she frustrated because they don't give a fuck about her at work. Mm-hmm. Cry, come here. Why are you surprised? Don't about cry that? to your bitch. <laughs> cry into her. The fuck is you doing here? Well, my biggest question is, why are you surprised that they don't give a shit about you at work? They never cared about you. Y'all be rationalizing shit. (laughs) So much shit. No, that's why. No, not me. I told the lady she could cry into me. No, but the I do. Go cry to your bitch about that. That's that's <laughs> a small time problem when you need emotional I'll, things. Honestly, if you sitting there crying on me and about if you that, can't cry I into just her. Sit there, you need a new woman. Like, I won't let my, you cry. My lady like, let me. I am terrible. I ain't never had a woman that said I couldn't cry around her, mm-hmm. and then thought I was less of a man. Mm-hmm. Not at all. It ain't that. So I go cry to your lady because <laughs> this ain't a big enough issue for me to give a fuck about. See, that'd be the thing. That'd be kind of like conundrumous. Like, y'all say shit like this and then be like, well, damn, why don't nobody give a fuck about me? No, It'd be I this care. tough shit all the time. No, no, but, but I'm just saying, like, if you had to see it from my perspective, we got to hear this tough shit all the time. We, I just you told like, you all the levels I care. Yeah, I know. Your dog died, I care. Your sister's in the hospital, I care. Anything like that, I give a fuck about it. Your hours at work that you're emotional about is not really my responsibility to steward that. And if you don't feel comfortable with your partner to go do that, Mm -hmm. then that's the issue. Not me. Go talk to her. (laughs) But that'd be that thing. That's that's okay. Not me. Yo, work. I mean, well, as a dude, if I don't like the hours at work, I'm just going to go find another job. Get a support group. Yeah, I get y'all got a whole bunch of solutions, but oh, someone trusted y'all enough to cry in front of y'all. That's a big responsibility. Hours. Yeah, no, I, you know, but no, you no, can't no. say that in the same breath and then be like, "Well, like when we was talking about the thirty-year-old, the guy that hadn't got over how his parents treated him," and then be like, "Well, this is a case-by-case basis. Fuck you." No, <laughs> see, for me, the reason that is different there is you. Chose his child at 12. Mm-hmm. He ain't got no concept of the world for real. What he probably knows is abuse and trauma. 
So you the first people that show him some semblance of what like care is supposed to be. You have a different type of responsibility to that individual. Me and you are friends. Mm -hmm. I haven't signed up for any obligations. Now, as a good friend, there are things that I probably should do. But I'm nowhere near as closely obligated to do any of those things as that man was. I'm just a friend. And I'm going to try and give you the best support I can. Hey, you mad about your art? I'm going to just tell you that you probably should. I'm going to give you some good logical solutions. But if you just want to emote about that. Mm-hmm. Are you going to stay there? Go <laughs> to your woman and emote about that. If you want to emote about like real life problems. Damn, I got fired and I don't know how to pay my rent. I no, that's some frustrated damn man. I feel you. You can be frustrated about that because. Shit, I got fired. I was expecting this. I just got a new place. Like I've been doing well. Don't I've been here out. for eight months. I don't. I don't know what I'm, what I'm gonna do. Okay, come here. Cause no, that's a hard. You 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 broke it up about that. That's your life might have to change. You might. All right. Well, let me see if I'm got enough in my checking account, my savings to break the lease here, so I don't got no eviction. Then <coughs> see, all right, where am I gonna go stay and live, and then figure out how I'm gonna get a new job, and then get off of these people' couch, and that you got a whole lot to do, and I can empathize with that. You mad because they cut your hours? Either you not that nigga at work, <laughs> which speaks to your work ethic, because I never had my hours cut. It's when just, I was part-time, full-time, you know what I worked when I was part-time? 40 hours a week. Plus, overtime. Oh you want to know why? Because I was that nigga. You know what they called me in Home Depot? The fucking golden child. They literally said, you walk around this bitch like you the golden child. Because I am. But if you ain't got no work ethic and they cutting your hours, fuck that got to do with me. Step <laughs> your hustle up, nigga. All right. All right. And no, actually, matter of fact, they did cut my hours one time. When I worked out in Chesterland as, as a baker at Giant Eagle, they cut my hours for this white girl. And you know what I did? I quit. <laughs> it was just like, you want some of my hours? I you can have cry. all of them. So when he comes to me talking about they cut my hours, I said, quit. Mm-hmm. And he goes, what do you mean? That's what I did. I'm not speaking out of hypothetical when the rubber hit the road and I knew I needed something more and this wasn't getting it. But the time that they wanted me to commit was also blocking me from really searching for something new. I said, bet, I'm out of here. Very simple for me. Because jobs do that type of crap on purpose. They still want you to be there. <laughs> Y'all still going over this fictionary man's hours. No, Y'all just it's just like we cried her out about this because there's 1500 billion fucking solutions, huh? Yeah, no, we mad Instead about this hours. Being, yeah. No, it's just Instead like just being there for your friends. No, I think there's some solutions going on here. Like, no, oh, because okay. they are playing games with this man. He fictional man. This this is bringing so, this to me. Yeah, and you bringing this, this to me is just like bet. You, you feel bad about this? We can solve right. this. You can solve yourself. I can't solve your wife leaving you. <laughs> yeah. And I could just I, that we just got a weather. Yeah, yeah. That that I can emote with you because that ain't nothing that we can fix. With women, I recognize that y'all feel a lot more in a different way. Mm-hmm. Like as a man, I recognize how I feel. Like we've had this. I've had as a woman, I don't really understand the full context of how y'all feel things, but I know that it gets to a head a lot quicker than it seems like it does for men. Yeah, he was talking about that in the um check out 
the if y'all want somebody to talk about depression we're not gonna talk about it today but his name is terrence rio and he was talking about <clears throat> well why is it that men do not we all if we all emotional why are they handling it different is because when y'all come up with the emotion your your first instinct is to not feel it is to solve it so it just goes somewhere and it doesn't never get really resolved Oh, feeling, huh, gotta solve it. Like, you don't allow yourself to feel these things because in nature, that's not really, like, what you really have to I do. I am cold. Yeah, I like, feel cold. Yeah, like, you have to, like... I need to solve this. To survive. <laughs> yeah, like, very... sadness. I can't stop to be really sad. Now, can I, if I'm worrying about how the survival of anybody I'm taking care of or myself is going. So, it's not that y'all don't do it it's just something y'all bring or y'all make up and then go, by the time Whoop. it's time to feel it well we've already solved the problem so why would I feel that anymore well, or, still we're, or we're working on the problem <laughs> but yeah no I agree so no I do work on like allowing myself like space to feel like I don't try and find solutions for like the first 24 hours mm-hmm. I said that's you need at least 24 to allow yourself to be upset frustrated just in this yeah after that though we gotta get to work because being in it also is not productive Mm-hmm. And I'd be damned if I just sit here unproductive. Being in the I ocean won't stop me from do. drowning. Yeah, not at all. Not at <laughs> gotta all. Gotta get out the ocean. Yeah, you gotta figure it out. So, <clears throat> all right. I, I don't know. I, f- I feel like we feel things. It's just women definitely come to a head of their emotions a lot. I feel quicker. like the threshold is a lot lower on women. And some, in order to actually deal with the problem, you have to feel the things and then you can deal with it. Whereas for a lot of things, when dudes start. When we start to feel something, we have a, a higher threshold. So it means we can actually alleviate the situation. And then sometimes it'll just sit there and simmer and then it'll get pushed up a little more when we feel something else. Yeah, and eventually we'll just kind of explode. Like it's what y'all do with it that just be like, hmm. <laughs> like, huh. Stop that. Yeah, it's yeah, not healthy. Is. But then our well, how we cope with it isn't healthy either. That's we have I to think. learn from y'all. And y'all got to learn from yeah, that's us. That's why like, I think that I told y'all. I can't somebody without no woman. What y'all talking about? <laughs> Go back to number two. I need you. <laughs> yeah. Like, Girl, I had to learn you. how to be direct and say, I don't like that. Instead of just... <laughs> and I wasn't even like that. It just would go somewhere, and I would have to just sit here in my brain and. Okay, okay. Thank you. Well, I need you. I guess this has been another episode of Conscious Reconstruction. Each other. They just don't know. I've been here with Tony. Trying to need everybody. Ash, Zero Cool, and myself, just Charles. Like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah. We love you all. We do love you. And bye-bye. Goodbye.